0: Alabama syndicated news talk leader, right side radio. Phil Williams here live on the Right Side Studios, man. Hour number three already. Local, state, and national, covering all the issues. And like that dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Man, Boomer, the the movies keep flowing in. The movies keep flowing in. <laughs> <movies> keep
1: flowing <laughs> I'm looking
0: in. at some of these and they're they're awesome. So um let me let me jump in here and grab a few the text lines are open, by the way, 833 687 Four 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 eight. Uh, it's eight three three six eight. Right. Uh, so if you are um, uh, if you are going to show a movie to your son, your grandson, and we just said son because we did that because that was it was Boomer's little guy we were talking about. Um, what movie would you think has the best life lessons? Um, so I've got I've got like multiple coming in here. Let me see if I can find one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great one new texture grandstand he calls himself grandstand from Huntsville uh says Bambi because thumper teaches us if you can't say something good about someone don't say nothing at all <laughs> that's a lesson worth you know hey, what yeah yeah absolutely if you can't say nothing nice then don't, don't yeah say exactly anything at that's all. a good one um what else have I got here uh Lee from Huntsville um the Lee from Huntsville he says he she I, I don't know is it I don't which which lead this is but anyway says the series 1893 says those who traveled the Oregon Trail were tough and determined who would risk death disease loss of loved ones and all of your possessions for freedom that's that's a worthy listen that's lee that's that's that is lee that is the lee lee yes the one we, the one that calls in that's the lee
1: that calls yes, in okay yes. all right
0: great <laughs> um Sean from Owens Crossroads uh, just says uh, lost another K nine buddy last week. That's five mm-hmm. in the last year. He says, Sean, we're sorry to hear it, man. Also gives a, a Veterans Crisis Line you can use. I, that's that's a great point. We're talking about veterans earlier. A veterans Crisis Line. He says you can dial nine eight eight and then press one at the prompt, and just you know anyway, the Veterans Crisis Lines are available. Uh, Dale from Ardmore, uh, Dale in the big city of Ardmore says, <laughs> and, and um, he says that how about that band movie Song of the South. Oh, oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Uncle Remus and the Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Bear and all of them. Don't throw me in that don't that throw briar me in patch. that briar patch. That was a great movie. Yes. I loved that movie. Um who, who else we got in here? These 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 things keep going on. Rita from uh, Scottsboro was saying that, you know, she was just, that, that Elena just really got to her. She says my heart's breaking for that sweet lady. Mm. And and yeah, and, and it, it's it's legit. It's it's heartbreak, but but I love what they're doing with it. Um Mark from Somerville is new on the text line. We're glad you're there. Uh, David from Indian Valley, uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Have you seen Hacksaw Ridge? Oh, yes. You know, you know uh, Hacksaw Ridge, um, hang on a second. I'm going to think of his name here in a second. Derek, De- uh, no, Desmond Des- Desmond Doss. Yes. Desmond Doss, Medal of Honor winner. You know, he lived right down the road in Piedmont. He passed away in Piedmont. Really? He did. Yep, sure I did, did not know right, that. Right here in the listening area, Piedmont, Alabama. Wow uh desmond doss hacksaw ridge uh jerry from meridian vale says i know boomer will approve of this one the junction boys the junction boys i'm i'm not as familiar with that one are you the
1: junction boys
0: wait is that that's not the one where they built the rockets is it hang on yeah. a second we're gonna have to look that one up um thanks jerry we appreciate you we'll look that oh, one. oh yeah
1: it's the junction boys it's the football movie
0: oh yeah 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 oh yeah yeah there was another one that came out that was a football movie that was great too, just recently called uh, Twelve Mighty Orphans. Have you oh, seen that one? Oh man! Oh yes. my gosh, that's a good movie. That's a great movie. Twelve Mighty Orphans, true story. Mm. Uh, several seasons of Chuck Connors and Johnny Crawford in The Rifleman. That was this is old school, but that's good stuff right there. <laughs> the Rifleman. In fact, I always loved the beginning of that of The Rifleman when he come on and he would like. I don't know how he did it but he would have that 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 fast cocking Winchester and he could he could literally blast out about you know 50 rounds a minute it seemed like <laughs> as the show was coming on Jeff from Hazel Green um says that Play in the Fields of the Lord by with Tom Berenger. I don't know that movie that's the first one somebody texted in that I don't know of at Play in the Fields of the Lord Play in
1: the Fields of the Lord I'm going to
0: have to look that one up Ronnie from Athens says Blazing Saddles. I don't know that that's a life lesson movie. <laughs> so, badges. We don't need no stinking badges. Uh, all right. Hey, listen. We got, uh, oh, oh, Tina from Hartzell texted in. New on the text line, by the way. We're glad you're with us, Tina. Tina from Hartzell says Brian's Song with uh, the story of Gail Sayers.
1: There were a couple people that said this. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great,
0: mm-hmm. great movie. Yeah, go ahead and prepare yourself. That's the one that makes grown men cry. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Listen. Keep texting them. We'll keep taking them. Um, Badger from Athens says, "Like Homer Simpson said, there's always room for one more. Well, <laughs> welcome the newbies, <laughs> and, and thank you very much, Badger." And then uh, TC from Priceville. Oh, this is a great one. TC from Priceville says, "We are Marshall." You're saying we that are. Movie? Oh, true yes. story again. The true stories, man. That's that's yes. Charlene and I watched one the other night. Um, uh, Chris Pine starred in it, uh, and it's. Um, Golly, bum! It's the story of the Coast Guard rescue off the coast of uh, New England, in the middle of a major gale when a ship had broken in half. And they, they I, I'll think of it in a minute. In a minute, it's a great, great movie. Have you All seen
1: the right. Invincible, the football
0: movie? Yes, that's a good movie. Wait, too. is that the one with Mark Wahlberg? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I have. Uh, um, and then, uh, uh, what was the one Unbreakable? When you unbreakable. said that Breakable. Unbreakable, the World War II movie, mm-hmm. uh, that was a great movie. We're just.
1: We, we could talk about movies. We just, <laughs> apparently,
0: we could. Um, wow. Hey, listen. Uh, we got this segment we do periodically. Let me let me let me get back into the show here a second. Not that I mean. Anyway, the bottom line is that's what the show does. I guess we interact with our listeners as much as anything. But um, we got a segment we do periodically, where I'll be going through the news, and I go, "That's about the most wokest thing I've ever heard." That's that's some wokeness. Look at that wokeness. And next thing I know, I realize I've got an entire segment of wokeness that I can can put together because it's all things that happen, and we like to call it Adventures in Woke World. Hit it, Boomer. Adventures in Woke World. Yes, indeed. Brace yourselves. Some of these stories will be the kind that make you roll your eyes. Others will make you laugh. Sometimes you want to throw something at the radio or just roll your eyes. But all said and done, wokeness is in every facet of our society, doing what it can to steal our values. And we are not going to let it happen. Um, story on the National Review. If you haven't heard this story, this, this is woke world. This is also this is this is the kind that makes you want to throw something at the, at the radio. National Review has a piece, and I've I've seen the story, but this this is the one that I pulled. National Review came out February 16th. That'd be, what, five days ago. A British woman and a priest at separate times were acquitted of charges for praying outside of an abortion clinic. Praying. If you haven't seen the video, I'll tell you, I saw it several weeks ago, and it just blew me away. A woman was standing there quietly on the street. She wasn't doing anything. She was just standing there. Somebody complained. Really? Yes. Two police came up. The video shows her standing there and the police saying, ma'am, what are you doing? I'm just, um, I'm just here. And she basically was very calm. She didn't do anything. They arrested her because she was in a no-praying zone, basically. I kid you not. She was praying quietly against the abortion clinic that was across the street. They took issue with that. And so the police were sent... And they asked her what she was praying, and she said, well, I'm, I'm praying quietly inside my head. She wasn't praying out loud. She wasn't being demonstrative. She was, make, she was carrying no signs. She was by herself. And they arrested her. Her name is Isabel von Spruce, a British woman who was arrested last year for praying silently outside an abortion clinic in Birmingham, has been form, in Birmingham England, has been formally acquitted of all criminal charges. The ruling was handed down Thursday morning by Birmingham magistrates' courts, according to the Alliance Defending Freedom in the U.K., because they represented her. She said, I'm glad I've been vindicated of any wrongdoing, but I should never have been arrested for my thoughts and treated like a criminal simply for silently praying on a public street. So she was. She was arrested in what the the Birmingham local city council had designated as a, quote, censorship zone. In other words, they're allowed to censor censor you in this area. And it said that she was charged with, quote, you ready for this? Protesting and engaging in an act that is intimidating to service users. If you are that lame, that you are intimidated and is somehow in, 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 infringed upon because a woman is standing across the street, not calling you out, not saying a word to you, just praying for a moment by herself, to herself, in her head. Well, a local priest was also arrested, though, and he was acquitted of charges on the same day. I am hope the courts are looking at the Birmingham City Council and going, fix yourself, please. You can't keep sending people to us because they didn't think the way you liked them to think. So this local priest, Father Sean Goff, I saw his interview on Tucker Carlson. Um, He was acquitted also. He was also found praying in the censorship zone. And he faced a charge of, quote, intimidating service users. He was found holding a sign that all it said was praying for free speech. Mm. He also had a bumper sticker on his car that said, unborn lives matter. And that was added to the charges because it was in the censorship-free zone. I kid you not. This is England. So, luckily, the courts have seen fit to go, yeah, you know what? We're not going down this road. The city council needs to change their policies. But that's the kind of things that happen in woke world. Now, uh, so, Boomer, when you were growing up, did you ever read, um, like, James and the Giant Peach or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Oh, or, all of them. Yeah. All right. so, they were great. Yeah, Roald Dahl mm-hmm. was the author of these famous children's books. Well, you'll be uh, happy to know as the parent of small children that some of the offensive language has now been taken out of Roald Dahl's famous oh, books. Wow. Oh, yeah. For real. Yeah, bro. Oh, thank Come you. Come on, story on Daily Wire. Dated uh, yesterday, actually. The publisher of Roald Dahl, the famous children author who wrote books like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda, James and the Giant Peach, the BFG, among other works, has now collaborated with a group called Inclusive Minds. Inclusive Minds is an organization that monitors children's literature for inclusion, diversity, and accessibility. Very important. All the changes to these books that have been made with inclusive minds helping with the editorial or the editing, excuse me. And they said they were small and carefully considered changes. Like, for instance, in one book called The Twits, it says uh the phrase, Have you ever seen a woman with an uglier face than that? became have you ever seen anyone. With an uglier, because you can't you can't talk about women, apparently. Another one uh, where it says, Oh, do shut up, you old hag, became, Oh, do shut up, you old crow. I, 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 okay, I guess crows you can talk about, but hags you can't. Um, another one, uh, which book was this? Hang on a second. In Matilda, mothers and fathers became parents. Because I guess you don't want to make you know, mothers and fathers. Anyway, take that for what it's worth. Uh, on another part of Matilda... Uh, it went from she went to Africa with Ernest Hemingway and to India with Rudyard Kipling to she went to Africa with Ernest Hemingway and California with John Steinbeck. Well, why? I don't know. I don't know at all. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, they took out an entire section there about one of the kids in the uh, in, in Wonka's factory having toy pistols. Yeah. Really? It's scary. At
1: least they didn't take out the Oompa Loompas.
0: Well, they did change the Oompa Loompas. No. Yeah, the Oompa Loompas can't spend their time climbing through treetops because that may be considered uh, in some way discriminatory. So they took that part out. It's a book, It's guys. a book. It's a book, and it's time for a break. Oh. Let's take a break right now. We'll come back. We're in Adventures in Woke World. Folks, I'm just telling you, you may want to know how many gay pride events your Air Force had in the year 2022. Or how about this? The war on merit turns into one for systemic injustice. Or how about this? What's the DOD's claims about diversity and what are they saying about it? Oh, what about this one? How about reparations in California backfiring? Or the sex ed course for desensitizing children to sexual imagery? I got more. It's going to make you mad. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, by the way, before we go any further, I got to tell you, ZLA Solutions, I say it all the time, they've been with this show since the get-go. I mean, since the day we went on the air, ZLA Solutions has been one of our uh, our, our right-side sponsors. And, and, folks, they just had the biggest year they've ever had. I mean, th- th- so they do a lot of business-end solutions. They can help you with your sorting and containment, your quality control, your logistics, your warehousing. But their bread and butter is still staffing. It can be temp or direct hire, blue collar, white collar, no collar. It don't matter. They can do the drug testing, the, the recruiting, the background checks, all of it. They can get you the people you need for your workforce, onesies and twosies with special niche skills, or literally an entire shift full of people. And they're doing it for major employers all over Alabama and really beyond. Now, they've got a major push right now, too. They're hiring right now for A a, a serious batch of white-collar, high-tech jobs at a new facility out at Redstone Arsenal. So if that fits you, you might want to check out their website, ZLAUSA.com. But then again, it could be anything. So yeah, ZLAUSA.com is the website, ZLA Solutions doing an epic good job at putting jobs and people together. Check them out. And by the way, tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, So... (laughs) Boomer, the the text lines just keep going, man. And uh, got some great. By the way, John from Huntsville just texted in. Talk about the segment we had with Elena uh, Centelli a minute ago, mm. uh, a few minutes ago, about you know her son and building that uh, facility um, uh, that's, that's underway right now, um, Dovetail Landing. He says, "Phil, I hope crying does not make me less of a man because I couldn't quit tearing up during that last segment, and mm. that would make two of us, John. I had me several moments where I was struggling to get the words out." Um, Back to the movies, the movies that uh, that people are saying you gotta you gotta have your son watch this movie growing up. Well, Allison from Madison, she hit one of the very first ones we mentioned, Rudy. Absolutely, Allison. Yes, I agree. <gasps> Lee from Huntsville uh, just texted in. Oh, wait, hang on a second. Uh, I already read that one, 1893. She said the series. Uh, Danny from Decatur, remember the Titans? Oh, Remember yes. the Titans. How did I not already have that one down? I don't know. I don't know either. Jeremy from Huntsville says the Spartacus with Charlton Heston. <laughs> that's reaching way back, man. <laughs> well, that's good stuff. Uh, uh, I got a lead from Decatur. Uh, Tears of the Sun. Have you seen that movie? Yes. Tears of the Sun. <whistles> Just going to say, man. Uh, Bruce Willis in his prime. That's a good one. Um, uh, yeah, Amanda from Hack. Oh, my gosh. How did I forget this? Amanda from Hackleberg. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uncommon Valor uncommon valor now wow. that, now there's hang on a second there's two movies wait make sure it right uncommon valor was the old one i believe with uh, gene hackman and um oh gosh that was a great movie but there was another one act of valor
1: active valor active valor mm-hmm. was the newer
0: one that came out uh that actually starred actual navy seals acting was awful action scenes were amazing so <laughs> yeah they're navy seals they weren't meant to be actors uh but boy they could they could, they could lay down some firepower um uh, Brian from Huntsville made sure that we knew he was making a king cake for Fat uh, for, for uh, Fat Tuesday. Uh, appreciate mm-hmm. you, man. Ali from Athens says, To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes. In fact, one of my favorite quotes of all time is um, uh, is, is from the movie or from the book uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, the original version, black and white, she says. Uh, Dustin from Hazel Green, The Perfect Storm. Ooh. You're Glosterman. You're Glosterman. That's wow. what we do. Yep. Sailing out. Um, how does this, Where does there this end?
1: Go. It doesn't. Matt from <laughs>
0: Huntsville, kindergarten cop. <laughs> it might be a tuma. It's not a tuma. <laughs> Mark from Owens Crossroads has got uh, Forrest Gump. Tim from Madison, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. I don't know about that one, Tim. We'll have to come back to that. Chris from Huntsville, fight club. I don't know about that one, but he also says where the red fern grows. Yes. All right, folks. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. You guys stay tuned. We'll be right back. We are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, just plain right. Covering down on some major ground across the great state of Alabama. I'm talking about from way down south of Birmingham to up north of Huntsville. Tuscaloosa back on over to gas parts of Georgia and Tennessee and even Mississippi thrown in just for good measure. Call on line one. I'll do that real quick. Oh, is that Brian? Brian from Huntsville. How you doing, buddy?
2: Uh, doing well, except I found out that apparently what I'm giving up for Lent is uh, any of the old books i used to read in movies and everything because <laughs> four, six,
0: yeah well they're all they're all being they're all being wokeified so it's it's safer to read them now for you brother
2: what was about what was about 25 years ago i do believe when uh song of the south they stopped producing it before i before cd movies on cd and dvd were available yeah and it was only on it was only on tape so i had to convert my tape to one it doesn't look that great but Preservation of history. So, I got it.
0: So you got a, basically a bootleg copy right now, is what you're telling me.
2: Well, no, it's not a bootleg because I paid for the tape initially. I, oh, okay. just transferred, <laughs> I, tra- I transferred it from one format to another since I bought it. Oh. I, uh, and what was on there, the licensing is still mine. I just can't distribute it.
0: My 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 favorite books when I was a kid was was all the stories from Song of the South. I had I had the like the illustrated Disney style book of Song of the South, and it was great. I loved that book.
2: Uh, oh, yes, I remember that book growing up as a kid, too. I love that one. And But poor uh, I, I, Walt, I meant uh, if we could put a turbine on his body spinning in the grave, we could probably power half of Florida and more.
0: I am, I am pretty sure that John F. Kennedy and Walt Disney both would be of a different mind than their uh, the folks that they align with by name right now.
2: Well, in any case, uh, thank you, and you all have a blessed day.
0: All right, so, brother. Take care. Um, yeah, the, the text line is still blowing up. <laughs> so, um, I mean, we've, we asked the question or at the beginning of the show. We just got off on a lark here. Uh, Boomer and I were talking about uh, his little man just uh, made Little League team, uh, mm-hmm. got, got selected for the Tigers. And, um, and then we started talking about movies that, you know, our sons need to watch. And it just took off from there. So, Boomer, how many are we up to? Do we have any of a list? Have any- I,
1: I should have been writing a list, but I can't keep
0: up. <laughs> but you've got it on Instagram where people can go in there and, ch- yes. and chime in and keep yeah. a permanent so record all going, the ones right? That
1: ha- if you've already sent in one, go to the Instagram if you have it, at Right Side Radio. And then you'll see the little post. And just put a comment on under there just to... Tell us what movie. Absolutely. So we, then we can keep a list. Then we'll everybody can see the list.
0: Uh, we got a new texture on the line. Calls himself Mr. Hill from Punkin' Center, Alabama. Punkin' Center. I got to look up Punkin'. I don't even know where Punkin' Center is, but he lists uh, Old Yeller. Uh, yep, mm. I agree. Uh, Dave from Hazel Green, uh, what did he come in with? Uh, John Wayne, The Cowboys. Yes. <clears throat> have you seen that one? Uh, Boomer, have you seen that one? Yes. I mean, The Cowboys. That was... <sighs> John Wayne, just of course John it was Wayne. John Wayne, yeah, so it's it's hard to even get past us <laughs> the fact that it was John Wayne, uh, Jeff from Indiana also texted in Daniel Boone, yes, mm-hmm. was a man, yes, a big, big man, I mean can you sing that song did you ever watch that series the old where daniel Boone, Daniel Boone was a man, yes, a big man, okay, anyway. I can't remember like you do uh, no, I, I, <laughs> I just made myself old, but it's all right, um <laughs> Jay from Hartzell says the yearling, mm. The Yearling, interesting, interesting, maybe so. Uh, Glenn from Bluntsville, has anyone said Patton? You have, Glenn, there you go. Uh, that was a great movie, by the way. Uh, I mean, the the part where he, he he says, your job's not to die for your country. Your job's make some poor, dumb, blankety-blank from another country die for his country. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Louis from Arab, uh The True Story, Eight Seconds. Eight Seconds, which one is that? Oh, I don't know that one. Uh, eight Seconds? Hmm. Now i got to look that one up. Eight seconds. Huh. Uh, Based on a true story? I don't I know. guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Hey, um, listen. Uh, by the way, Lee oh. from Decatur just texted in about Tears of the Sun a minute ago. So that was the one that convinced him to join the military. There uh, wow. you go. Mm. Uh, all right. Back to Adventures in Woke World because that's where we are. You'll be happy to know, those of you that are veterans especially, uh, your Air Force is all about being inclusive. Oh, yeah. I mean, nowhere in this article from Daily Caller do I find anything that talks about how they're intent upon winning wars. <laughs> I can tell you right now, though, the Air Force apparently, by its own admission, hosted 67 Pride celebrations in the year 2022. Well, now. And they've got a number of what they call affinity groups that are working to help identify, quote, root causes. And these root causes are things that might detract from diversity, equity, and inclusion in the Air Force. They have the Air Force Barrier Analysis Working Groups, that are, that are one of which is the LGBTQ Initiatives Team, otherwise known as LIT, L-I-T, the LIT Team. LIT Team participated in 67 pride commemorations to include with top Air Force leaders across 33 Air Force and Space Force installations throughout the year 2022. It says through their hard work, they say, we are one step closer to building a more diverse, inclusive, equitable, and accessible total force that values and leverages every member's unique attributes. Nowhere in there to say a force that can win the freaking wars um, that this country may endure. Nowhere. Doesn't say it. Not at all. I'm just... No. Adventures in a woke world. But you know what? Here's the thing. That's the military. The Biden administration can force that one down their throats. And they are. The private sector... Maybe things are sort of petering out on the private sector with DEI. I don't know. Story on Fox News came out yesterday. It says diversity, equity, and inclusion workers are fretting that companies aren't hiring them anymore. What's going on? We're, we're the DEI experts. Don't you, don't you need us? As the Biden administration, according to Fox News, as the Biden administration adds more diversity and equity roles, other industries are letting go. Of these high-priced positions in 2023, companies, it says, are gutting DEI jobs, while workers were leaving these fields at a higher rate than non-DEI positions. The study by Revelio Labs said last year that companies who had laid off had done layoffs, had cut DEI positions at a rate 33% higher than they did for other roles. Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> uh. It says, DEI facilitators were commiserating together on Twitter over the increasing trend, arguing their jobs are essential for equity in the workplace. One said, I had 30 speaking engagements last February. This month, I only had five. (laughs) Because nobody wants to hear your crap. (laughs) One of them said, it's time for companies who cut DEI positions to begin to recommit to the cause. Recommit. Get on board, buddy. Recommit to the cause. These employees need safe spaces. It's tied to their productivity. No, actually, it's not. Productivity is based upon merit. Productivity is based upon hard work. Productivity is not based upon the color of your skin. It's not based upon your gender or your gender identity. It's not. It's based upon the company being productive, not whether or not you have your measure of DEI inclusiveness. So, yeah, I find that to be funny that studies are showing that as the, the, the impacts of the economy on private sector is happening and they're unfortunately having to cut jobs, they're cutting DEI jobs a lot more than they're cutting some of the others. <laughs> Yay! Um, okay, here's one that we talked about last month. And it's one that might make you throw something at the radio. Just don't shoot the messenger, all right? Story on National Review. Do you remember that story, Boomer, we had it, I guess it was last month, maybe mid late December, about the school, the Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology that refused, apparently, to give out national merit semifinalists. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you were a national merit scholar, you may not have known. Mm. Yeah, because. Because they. Equity. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, don't want to offend the other kids who weren't smarter don't wanna offend them yeah that's yeah. right you don't wanna don't wanna don't wanna make their lives more difficult because they didn't score as high on the SATs you know just saying just saying well so when that was discovered when the principal at Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology in Virginia when it was discovered in late December that they had withheld national merit commended student awards from those who had earned them The county superintendent in Fairfax County, Virginia, said it was a one-time human error. We're working on this, except no. They have now discovered through FOIA requests that there were 18 schools that did this in the same general vicinity. Hmm. Coincidence? I think not. So, yeah, motivated by the pursuit of so-called equity, according to National Review dated yesterday, actually dated today by the pursuit of so-called equity willfully 18 schools willfully engage in a deliberate pattern and practice of withholding awards devaluing their worth and deceiving parents in the process now keep in mind folks this is not just equity this is also having the potential for personal harm to these kids because they use this on their resumes to get scholarships being a national merit semifinalist or finalist is like saying hey i'm one of the best and brightest and that goes great on a resume for scholarships. And if they don't get it and don't even know, they can't say anything about it, and it might have made the difference in a competitive environment looking for scholarships. It says in fall of 2022, there were even records that they've discovered now through these FOIA requests in these Fairfax County schools where, where literally teachers were you know, told that if you have to hand them out at all, just don't make a big production because you don't want to hurt the kids' feelings who didn't get one. Some of them were handing them out in the hallways as kids walked past, as opposed to recognizing them at award ceremonies. Wow. I mean, it's just nuts, man. This is, abs- this is woke gone bad. But listen to this these are the kind of things that are happening in that school system they found out. It says in August of 2020, local school district leaders, including at the Thomas Jefferson School for Math and Science, were just fawning during their emails because they got copies of the emails, fawning over a virtual event with Ibram X. The author of anti-racism treatises like, you know, things like, you know, dealing with uh, race-based critical race theory uh, with the argument, the only remedy to past discrimination is for present discrimination. No, it's not. Later that year, the same school board voted 12 to 0 to rid Thomas Jefferson School of Math and Science of its merit-based race-blind admissions process because they said they wanted more brown and black children, never mind the fact that 80% of the school students are already minorities. In April of 2021, the same school's teachers also taught a social-emotional learning lesson featuring material from Black Lives Matter organization and an active alumni who came on and scolded the school's Asian-American students for engaging in what he called cultural, cultural appreciation because they salsa danced during a, um, a school event. Mm. I mean, it's, it goes on and on. And you know what happens when all this, when all this, all this stuff happens— When this wokeness invades the school system like that, the kids are the ones who suffer. They absolutely are. Not the least of which are those kids who should have been notified that all their hard work and efforts to become a national merit finalist, it paid off. They just didn't know it because the schools, 18 schools didn't tell them. All right, Boomer, take me to the last break of the day, man. Oh, my gosh, the stuff that I've got here. Stuff Mm -hmm. in (laughs) Adventures in Woke World. I just... It almost, it almost makes me tired reading some of this stuff. But I'm doing it for y'all. You guys stay tuned. We will be right back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, just plain right, making it cool to be a conservative. Hey, listen, uh, Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations in our listening area. Oh, man, you got to check them out. I'm just saying. So I I, I said this a few weeks back, and I actually had somebody send me a picture saying I did it, and I guarantee you they were. So here's the deal. You want to be a hero tomorrow morning at work, right? It's midweek. Tomorrow's camel day. We'll play the camel. But in the morning... Maybe you're the hero. You stop by Just Love Coffee Cafe on the morning, just either one of our locations at Hughes Road in Madison, South Parkway in Huntsville, and you, you, you not only treat yourself to a breakfast off their amazing menu or, or, a, or a big old cappuccino or espresso or a fresh cup of steaming black, you know, light, medium, or dark roast coffee, but then you become the hero for the office, and you get their barista box, and so, yeah, you, you go ahead and get a barista box of their award-winning coffee and take it to work with you. And you walk in and you say, hey, nobody has to get that tired old coffee from the nasty old coffee maker down the hall in the break room. I got you covered. And you brought the barista box of Just Love Coffee to the office. And yes, you are the hero of the day. I, I, the other day when I did that, I had somebody sent me a picture. They went by, got three barista boxes and and like a whole rack of Danishes or something to take with them. Uh, so so just check it out. Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations: one on Hughes Road in Madison, the other on South Parkway in Huntsville. And do me a favor when you're checking out, tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. All right, uh, Boomer, there's not a call on the line right now, is there? I, I've just no, okay, sir, okay. That's, there that's, is that's not. That's right. That's that's, that's from earlier. Um oh, so, my, yeah. so uh there's been so much stuff happening in Woke World. Um this is the section that we do where we look around the world and the news cycles and the different stories, and I find the stuff that sometimes it makes me roll my eyes, sometimes I just want to throw something, other times I'm laughing. But listen, it's it's all adventures in woke world. And so this is by the way, for who who was it that said a minute ago I didn't get to the, the third? Was it JT from Lacey Springs? Yeah. I did. This is my third dipper, JT. I made all three. But, all three dippers. <laughs> all today. three dippers. Um, activists. Breitbart has a story here, dated yesterday. Activists are upset as a black family sells its reparations lands back to the government. <laughs> okay. Now this is an interesting story because I will tell you I'm not a fan of the the ridiculous idea of reparations for you know for the descendants of slaves. These, these 150 years later, I, just, I don't see that as being workable. Now, if you were a slave, I'm all for you getting some reparations. But if you weren't a slave, then don't bother calling. But this is an interesting story. So the Bruce family, a black family in the um, Los Angeles area, they had um, apparently owned some beach resort land in like around 1912. They had a beach resort back then because of you know segregated society. It catered to black clients. And the city then used eminent domain to seize that beachfront property. I don't know exactly what year, but it was early in the, uh, the last century. And then the land was dormant because the city didn't wind up doing much with it until around 1960. They built a city park, but then they wound up closing that down. And all said and done, in 2022... We know after a, a number of activists had gotten involved in things, the, the city decided to go ahead and deed the land back over to the Bruce family. And they apparently had a, you know, I'm not mocking this. I'm saying they literally had a very apparently emotional public ceremony. However, the New York Times has now reported the family has decided to go ahead and sell the land back to the county and make like $20 million off of it. And activists are now mad because they feel like they've been taking advantage of. That's capitalism, dude. I'm just saying, if what do you expect them to do? Let's hold the land and pay taxes on it annually. No, you're going to make $20 million? My gosh. Anyway, reparations, no. Uh, this case was interesting. How about this one? Redstate.com. Redstate.com. Headline alone is going to make you mad. Pennsylvania English teacher says his sexual education course is designed to desensitize children to sexual imagery and to body parts. Mm. Mm. A private school in Pennsylvania is employing a, quote, sexuality curriculum that employs graphic images and videos of body parts and sexual acts. And the teacher, Al Vernaccio, is an English teacher at the Friends Central School. And what kind of school is this? A private school. At least it's not a public school. Anyway, he coordinates programs and assemblies centered on sexuality. in sco- what, what age group is this? This is unreal. In an article for Philadelphia Magazine, the same guy told a reporter he fears that easy access to pornography has perverted the views of sex from any teen, so his solution is not to restrict pornography, but to show them better pornography. You see where we're headed here. Let me show you how it's done. Let me show you the better way. Let me, let me show you the more respectable versions of pornography. That's a class by the way, in a school in Wynwood, Pennsylvania. And somewhere along the line, I would assume that this class, this school actually has a board. Uh, It's a high school level class. And the board needs to go ahead and get involved here pretty quick. Unless maybe that's why they exist in the first place. I don't know. I didn't even get to the one about the gas stoves in our houses or things going green or the Department of Defense claiming that literally diversity is now a strategic imperative <laughs> adventures in woke world best audience in the whole world you guys have an amazing night boomer and i back here tomorrow too we will see you then